Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stream Queens podcast, where we review horror films and horror-adjacent films that you can stream on the internet. Today, we are reviewing the movie Final Destination 3, a movie that continues to send me deeper and deeper down into a spiral of paranoia. <laughs> and joining me to do that, of course, is my fantastic co-host, the feeling that you get on that from that first drop on a roller coaster, Mars. Hello. Hello. <laughs> now, Mars, you don't like roller coasters. Do you even know what I'm talking about? I do not uh, like them. I do know the feeling because mm -hmm. I know I don't like them through experience. Okay. Okay. That's uh, good. I think the only, I mean, I've done some Disneyland roller coasters. Okay. Those are pretty chill. Yeah. So, you know, but then I see the ones that go upside down and stuff and I'm like, well, fuck that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I almost did one uh, last summer. There's an amusement park. Uh, not far from here, not the Enchanted Forest, Ooh. but there's a different one uh, that the lover and I went to, and he really wanted to go on that roller coaster, and so we went on everything else, and then the park was closing, and he was like, please, 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 please. I was like, oh, fine. So I'm like sweating that like stress sweat, mm -hmm. and we're in line. We almost get up to it, and he goes, oh, never mind. And then we left. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, if it freaked you out then definitely I'm not riding that roller coaster. And he's regretted it every day since. I bet. I bet. See, when I get scared of something like that, I have to do it. And sometimes I regret it. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. Well, I don't know. He keeps wanting to go back and ride this roller coaster. Back. You will. Uh, also back on the podcast are our brothers and podcast them, I would say. We're like, we passed pod friend and pod fam. We're like... I feel like we're now like inner circle, like immediate fam, <laughs> immediate pod fam, Larry and Justin. Hello. Long Hello. time. Long time. I know I've missed you, but well, I've missed you more, Larry, because I actually got to hang out with Justin. I know yeah, you did. Yeah, we saw each other. Like in person. We got to talk I farted. I pooped in your new house. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you know what? Listen, I'm going to put this out here right now. Justin talks a big poop game on this podcast every time. But when it <laughs> oh, is happening, and I, yeah, I'm telling. He was like, he had to go to the bathroom. And I was like, yeah, dude, we got three bathrooms. Do you, boo? And he, we had to like negotiate which one was the furthest one away. And then he played, I was like, he turned on the, the faucet and played a podcast. And I played a podcast on the other side of yeah, the Yeah, I made sure. I listened. <laughs> Uh, listen okay it was it was before some stuff had been moved in i was worried about acoustic <laughs> fair enough fair enough so okay aside from pooping at my house what was your favorite part of our trip i really enjoyed our walk in the woods i thought it was very nice me too yeah. so i wanted to give justin like a quintessential northern california experience so we went and got uh mission style burritos i put them in a backpack and we hiked into the redwoods and then we went to like my favorite little table in the local redwoods and, and ate them and i videotaped in it, him and it wasn't weird at all no, and that, per that person who was watching us videotape it wasn't also i wonder should we post that for people the video for people to see i don't know I mean, i'll leave it up to you i don't care go for it <laughs> I like the part at the end when she like walks by us and we're both like, Mur. Oh, oh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was. What a did lot you of fun. think of the the mission burrito? Oh, it was fucking delicious, right? Yes. Oh my god, they're so good. 
Um, the perfect food. I also really, really, really like that hummus that we had. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know the name of the place we went. Mm-hmm. It's uh, um, Pamela. Pamela in Montclair. That I don't think really you've ever been there, Marzi. Are you a hummus person? Are you pro-hummus, anti-hummus? Where do you land on the hummus? Oh, I love hummus. Okay. Well, we're going to have to take you there next time you're here. I have discovered this. Um, well, Matilda took me to this amazing uh, Mediterranean restaurant and they have like a hummus plate with these gigantic falafels that are stuffed with feta. Oh, oh it was so good. Oh, oh, and the, oh my God. The pudding was really good too. The pudding right? I shared with Randy. Oh. Yeah. I know you guys are so cute. I was like, should we get you two straws? <laughs> it was so good. So this is these are all teasers for you when you get here, Larry, because you'll be here soon too. Yes, I'm excited. I think, Larry, do you like uh, Impossible Burger? Uh, depends. I uh, where was that place we went to? Ghost Town. We went to Ghost Town Brewing, which is like my local brew pub mm-hmm. in my neighborhood. Um, it's like the heavy metal brewery. So I think Devin will love it when you guys come. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, they have really great beers and hot pretzels and Impossible Burgers. And their Impossible Burger is really fucking good. I don't recommend not eating it on the same day that you eat a burrito. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we made that mistake. Mistakes we ate were made. <laughs> Mistakes were made? Yes. That too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um... I fed you ice cream that day. <laughs> Because uh, you had to have a, an it's it as well. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a very full. I don't think I don't know the last time I ate that much in a single Me neither. Day. Me neither. I was ill. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot you were like legitimately <laughs> we were not like, feeling well. We were sitting like on. There's two couches in my living room. We were like had both just sort of colonized one of them each, and just like rocking <laughs> back and forth. Like, oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But it was fun. It's worth it. Oh, actually, it was so much fun. <laughs> but yeah, so Larry, keep this in mind. Oh. If any of these things sound, ex- oh my god, I'm so bummed. Remember the place I wanted to take Larry? Oh yeah, they cl- they're closing. Oh no, before October. Well, obviously, I think before October. October but yeah. if they don't, if by some miracle, I'm not going to say what it is because if by some miracle they're still like hanging on, <laughs> we're taking them. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then I made uh, the uh, local news channels out yeah, in you San Francisco. You I like Matilda said it's because she, uh, probably there were other people tweeting, but you were like because you're Canadian, yours is like the most like un like not unhinged. <laughs> yeah. Uh so the power went out in the San Francisco airport and I just oh. happened to take a video of it. Oh. And then I and then the emails started coming of, "Hey, can we use this for our news?" Really? Yeah, I had. Oh yeah. I so I had, um, somebody that Larry and I know, Kyber. Yep. Uh, message me, and was like, "Hey, <laughs> you're on the news." <laughs> well, because when you, what was funny is you told me the power was out, and I googled it, and the first story that came up was like a local news thing, and it was like this just in. I was like, "What? That's my friend." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I uh. You know, whatever. Just local legend. Local I mean, and legend. your caption was like the most Canadian. It was like the most polite, but, you know, like annoyed, but polite. Like you were just like, wow, the lights have been out for a while. You would think maybe they would have said something by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and isn't, that, isn't that how everybody thinks? Or is it just is it just the Canadians? I mean, 
I like I said, it wasn't unhinged, which is why I knew it was north of the border and not south of the border because <laughs> we are unhinged in America. <laughs> yeah, <that's terrible. laughs> uh, although I don't know, you've now experienced a lot of like contact with other Americans. Hopefully, maybe we put some of those ideas to rest. Yeah, the couple I met were you know and hung out with were good. <laughs> <laughs> The rest wow. are American. Wow. You know. We call that a Canadian burn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, what else? Um, oh, I watched the first uh, 10 minutes of. I still I haven't finished watching that movie. Oh, that's right. I did show you the first like 10 minutes of um, uh, uh, Titan. That's why I didn't watch it because I couldn't remember what it was called. Oh my God. <laughs> have you seen it, Larry and Mars E? I have not. No, I, I have no idea. What um, <gasps> We've got to watch it. It's on Hulu. I know what my next pick is going to be. It's I need for you guys to watch it. I mean, literally. I've heard of it, yeah, literally. but I have not seen it. <gasps> oh my god i'm so excited i can't wait to make you guys watch it <laughs> it was my number one movie last year but it is it's a lot it is a even lot. from what i saw it you was a lot. saw the first no first two twists there's like eight more <laughs> in that movie. Jesus. <laughs> yeah it is it's by the same director who did raw writer director of raw Oh, that French um, cannibalism sexual awakening store film where she like eats her sister's finger and no. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So back to the present. Um, I had a warm up question, but I feel like we're pretty warm. What do you think? What's the yeah. question? Well, I was wondering, like Mars has already a little bit answered this. So there's a second part to it, which is like where how you guys feel about roller coasters and what's the scariest one you've ever been on. Uh, I think I actually told you the story of roller coasters. Oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be like a ten out of ten on the scariness when we get to that rating, isn't it, Justin? <laughs> uh, uh, no, because okay. <laughs> no. Okay. For All other right. reasons. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I. I you don't want to tell it. You don't have no, to if you don't want to. No, okay. no, I'm good. Oh, it will do nothing to make <laughs> Mars feel any better about roller coasters. Yeah. Oh I, I, no, it's it's fine. My opinion stays unchanged. Will not get on another roller coaster. Um, so. I was on a roller coaster when it malfunctioned. Oh, that happened to me. You're too. right. You know what? Opinion changed. More solidified. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was room on that scale. You didn't even know existed. <laughs> I didn't even know there was an eleven. Uh, and I will say this in quite possibly the worst way. Oh. <sighs> Well, not the worst because I didn't die, but yeah, but I you certainly very could have. well could have. Yeah, that's terrifying. How about you? Did you say that you also have been on a malfunctioning roller coaster, Lerald? Yeah, I have. Um, we were at Cedar Point, which is like a um, roller uh -huh. coaster park here in Ohio. It's a pretty famous. Famous one, yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, and the crazy roller coaster I've been on is called the Top Thrill Dragster. It no longer exists, but basically you start sitting still and it shoots you straight up in the air, like super, <gasps> super fast, and you just come back down. But you go uh -huh. like really high, really fast. Uh -huh. But when Devin and I went there, this was in um, a couple years ago, we were on Millennium Force, which at the time, at one time, was the, the highest roller coaster in the world. And as we were on it, someone, like a couple carts in front of us, started freaking out and pushed his uh, gate thing open. So we stopped halfway up the the ramp, and they had to like come up there and like get him out. 
Um, so oh we were stuck God. on that for like an hour, probably. Oh my God. And then they ended up giving us, uh, what's it called? A uh, little booklet. Me and Devin each got five passes. Oh. To um, go on any roller coaster. It cut the line. You, you go like through the exit to go to the front. They're like, we missed you this time, but we got five more chances to kill you. Today. <laughs> <laughs> and but yeah, I actually really like roller coasters. I don't like all the people around roller coasters, but I, <laughs> I, I do really enjoy a roller coaster. Nice, nice. Do Justin has it soured it for you, or do you still go on roller coasters? No, I have not been on a roller coaster since. Okay, that's and fair. And I never will. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the odds are that you would be fine now. Like you've already had your like once in a million experience, but yeah, yeah. But I know people who have worked at a place called Canada's Wonderland, uh, and I know somebody who worked there. <laughs> Listen, guys. Are you surprised? Like it's too easy. I'm not, I'm not even taking the shot. It's it's too simple. Guys, it's Do you have Wonderland. like maple syrup rolls and Canadian bacon and deep fried? Uh, no, but we do have. Uh, um, there's a lot of like funnel cake esque stuff there. I love oh. funnel cake. You know, I've never had a funnel cake. Oh wow, come to Ohio. Oh my god! It's. So I mean, good. it exists here, and I've smelled them many times, but it's always at the end of the night when I'm poor. So I like, I'm like, look at it these richy riches in their funnel so cakes. Good. I will tell you this: uh, if I see a fair, I will stop the car and go get a funnel cake. Wow! Yeah. Wow! 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 Yeah, it's uh, it's also very easy to make, but it's just not the same. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna have to try one. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that'll be the a food that you can you guys can tr- feed me <laughs> when like you know what i mean not like physically feeding me that's weird but like um, <laughs> you know like <laughs> although we're there right we're yeah there. i mean listen <laughs> i'm surprised you, <laughs> i'm surprised you went in the back in that back room after i left okay because it was i did you said it was things. like at a fart aquarium in there yeah what do you think out in the back rooms no, 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 he was sleeping in our back room, and he was just, like, texting me that he was farting. Like, <laughs> Listen, okay, uh, uh, important news, okay? Like, Breaking news. I'm breaking wind. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so for me, roller coasters, I am terrified of them, but I also love them, and so I always want to go on them. I will not go on them at, like, a fair because I dated yeah, fuck, a carny. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> and I know things. But like at an amusement park or like at Disneyland where there's like a ton of maintenance and like a lot of like, you know, um, fail safe kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I do go on those. But the scariest one I've ever been on was at California Adventure, which is the other Disneyland park Mm -hmm. across like literally across the little walkway from Disneyland. It is it was the Tower of Terror. But when I went on it, it had already been remade into the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride. And I didn't really know what kind of ride it was. Mm -hmm. And there was a little girl in line with her grandma. And her grandma was like, I'm scared. And she was like reassuring her grandma was not scary. And then I was like, I'm a little scared, too. She's like, no, 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 it's not scary. I promise you're be just like this little girl this little demon lied to me (laughs) (laughs) cut to me on this i was terrified the photo is absurd it's just like my face is like 90 percent mouth because i'm just screaming and my hair is straight up in the air because it's just a series of random drops (sighs) set to like 80s power ballads <laughs> it was a lot so yeah that was for me scary but i still i i want to go back and do it again because i need to conquer my fear now like i went yeah. in blind but now i need to go back and like do it again i uh at 
this uh, amusement park that we didn't go on the roller coaster on, I did go on one of those like random drop type rides. It's not Ooh. as tall as Tower of Terror because it's you know, it's it's a Portland theme park, but or amusement park. But um, I like my body would mm-hmm. not let me open my eyes. So the whole time I was just curled into the lava with my eyes shut. And he was like, really, you should open your eyes. And I was like, I physically can't. Like My body <laughs> is rejecting vision <laughs> right now. Yep. All the other senses, this is the only one my body can shut down. So I spent the whole time on that ride. I sealed shut, could not open them. Relatable. Yeah. <laughs> that was me going up the like uh, Space Needle in Seattle. Like I was fine until like you get to a certain point and then it's glass. Oh yeah, no it doesn't idea. start glass. So I thought like I'm gonna get to the top, and when I get up there, I'm gonna look out, whatever. But then all of a sudden, we're like 40 stories up, and there's just nothing. I had like a full panic attack in the elevator. I was like, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. <laughs> and Randy like turned around and like hugged me the rest of the way up. And then I had like insane vertigo. I thought that it was like tipping out towards oh. the edge. Like, and he kept trying to like usher me away from the elevator, thinking that was scaring me, but it was getting me closer to the edge. And I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna fall off the edge. <laughs> uh, all right, awesome. So plan for tonight once again because we have our amazing guest co-host. We are going to be stealing their format the in the american way we're going to (laughs) just co-op the shit out of something without permission so Um, here's the real question larry do do we reveal to them that we don't even do this anymore (gasps) wait yes you do we don't do the 60 second summary anymore i mean i guess i have noticed that but i assumed it was just because like justin was sick and going through stuff so you guys were taking a break like you've completely abandoned it uh as we we might go back to it but it has taken off yeah, pressure we'll from recording. Yeah, we'll see. Were you guys really feeling that much pressure about it? We have just what? tried to turn our recordings into like a coffee, coffee session. Dates. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's romantic. I like that. Okay. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> well, we are adopting the old Here's Johnny. It's, it's a throwback, y'all. <laughs> Make Here's Johnny great again? Okay, I get it. I, I see. Oh. It. I see, it. Oh. see. We just can't have anything nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay though we started the fire so but apparently everything's our, our fault yeah. So, yeah well like you know canada's just like a few years behind us culturally and you guys are like oh fires cool let's yeah, do that fires, cool and then next <laughs> they'll be like oh racism is back in style again i don't know what's going on with you guys a lot <clears throat> not you guys personally <laughs> not you guys personally okay but, you know, all right there we go you're yeah yeah. All right. Well, let's start. <laughs> let's awkwardly transition away from these conversations, these uncomfortable conversations we're having, uh, and talk about what we have been watching, reading, etc. I'll start with you, Lerald. What have you been watching, reading, etc.? So there's been a lot. I'll just kind of do the, the highlights. I watched Rebecca for the first time. Oh, the original Hitchcock one. Yeah. Hitchcock. Yeah. Okay. Great. Is... great. I know you caused quite a kerfuffle. I did for you. I managed <laughs> to cause you a problem. Uh, but um, sounds like Larry. Sounds like Larry. I, I got this uh, TCM book from the library, which was just like the best movies based on books. And one of them was Daphne du Maurier's Rebecca, which Hitchcock adapted. And I like I enjoy a Hitchcock movie, but it's not my favorite. This one was amazing like this one made yeah, any other hitchcock one. movie i saw like look like nothing else like it, it was a, hmm. a great film it reminded me i was telling justin it reminded me a lot of like wuthering heights meets like haunting a hill house yeah i could see that um yeah. i mean that's rebecca de maurier for you baby yeah so <laughs> She's i the best so i i'm actually that was a lot of fun i watched the doors 
<laughs> okay. Uh, I had Devin watch it because I was trying to show her why I fell in love with The Doors and Jim Morrison. Mm-hmm. Because of Val playing him. Ah, um, uh, that makes sense. Yep. Devin says that she still hates The Doors and she dislikes Jim Mor- uh, she just likes Val Kilmer more now. So that's <laughs> a bum. That's a bummer. Wasted on your own petard, sir. <laughs> um, but he is a gem I know, I know he well, is I, I think it's the Jim Morrison of it all she really does not like the doors wow we gotta clean cleanse her palate like what's like the most like lovable over uh, I know Willow you gotta show her Willow Mad Mardigan is he's Mad Mardigan he's like the best part of the movie I did not know that I <gasps> did... you gotta watch it so good I will get it from the library as soon as I'm done talking excellent Okay, I'm just going to tell you guys about a, a, a phenomenon that I'm experiencing right now. So as you know, I have to go like film something. So um, I was like, I'm going to be fancy. and I'm going to get false eyelashes. I'm going to be glamorous okay. instead of my usual potato. <laughs> so I purchased said eyelashes. And then I saw what appeared to be a very cool product, which is lash adhesive that is an eyeliner. So it's like, ex- looks like a felt tip pen. It's black. You put it on, seamless eyelashes stick tried it out today it's working great since we stopped started recording this i had to turn off my air conditioner and it's quite warm in california today. oh no and i have discovered a design flaw oh no <laughs> it has melted <laughs> under my perspiration and now every time i blink i have to peel the tops of my lash like what my eyelid sticks to the other part of my oh no and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's unpleasant. I have oh. tacky lids. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that is. Ugh. That's I don't also recommend. A really bad way to say it. No, I do have tacky lids. I like it. Thank you. You got a so, case of the tacky lids. And I'm filming in Florida in the summer, so I'm actually <laughs> quite glad that I have done this experiment because we are deeming this a failure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it is. It is like it's also kind of lifting on the corner. So when I blink, it's also a little stabby. It's a fail. It's a fail. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know what's going on with me over here right now. (laughs) Started about two minutes ago and I just felt like you guys needed to know. (laughs) I appreciate the the real time update. Yeah, I'll keep you posted as this goes. I want to see how it develops. Like, are my eyes just going to seal shut? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be like Mars on a roller coaster. See? Yes. <laughs> All right, Marcy, what have you been watching, playing, reading, listening to, whatever the case may be? A while ago on one of those Amazon Prime days, I bought one of those little uh, portable projectors. Oh. And for the life of me, I, like could not figure out a simple way to get it set up every time. And it was such a hassle that I kind of just never really used it. And so the lover, who is a gadget freak, uh, took it upon himself to figure this out, and so he's created a system where we can actually just pull out the projector and use it and watch movies lately. So nice. we've been watching a lot of projector movies. Nice. Um, most recently, we watched uh, X. Oh, which was good. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> Are you going to watch Pearl next? Yes, that is Excellent. on our list. We're watching Pearl next, and then we watched just this week. We watched uh, Evil Dead Rise. Awesome. On the projector, which yep. was awesome. Yep, I mean, it was an awesome one. movie, but like seeing it on the projector was super cool. It was really cool. And um, so that's what we've been watching. I've been kind of trying to read. My manager lent me a copy of Confederacy of Dunces. Oh, that sounds uh, like a lot of work. Yeah, 
it has been a lot of work. And she said that it's like, she thinks it's hilarious. And she says she lends it to people because she thinks it's funny. I'm like, I'm not that far into it, to be fair. But I'm kind of like, I don't get it yet. Do you think uh, there's like a meta joke where she's like, I give it to people and then they feel dumb and then they're the confederacy of dunces? <laughs> I don't know what the message here is because like, have you read it or do you know? Like... I mean, I've heard of it, but I uh, I could read that or I could read some like young adult fiction about vampires fucking and I'm oh, always going to go the yeah. other way. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's about this guy Larry's who... like, my people. Yeah, <laughs> like, let's do it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'm trying to struggle my way through that. And it's funny because my my other book that I'm also reading is about the colonization of Australia. So really, Jesus. I'm just missing everything. You know right you now. can read for pleasure. Yeah, you want some fun books? <laughs> I, for, I had this wild thing where I was like, I'm going to read to learn and to a read these books that i've heard of but i've never read because they intimidated me yeah i'm regretting both of those yeah. goals you know you right can now. abort you can just you can just give i can't up. though i'm well, one of those not people. in america yeah. jesus oh my Christ, God. canadian oh, wow wow that hurts because <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um oh that's just kind of a funny story i um started seeing a new therapist last week Ooh. and it was a video meeting right so i get off work i get home i set up this guy clicks on again new therapist first time ever meeting him he gets on and he makes his face and he's like are you aaron and i was like yeah and he goes oh okay i was like well this is not starting out great that I feel is the not vibe great. here is strange and he starts asking me you know like personal like background history questions and everything and i'm answering and then he goes okay i don't know if you know this but your kaiser account has you listed as a man who goes by he him pronouns and then when oh. I had like filled out like the the form to like meet with him, I had mentioned like, oh yeah, I lived with my mom and my boyfriend. So for weeks, this poor man was preparing to meet with a gay man with anxiety problems. <laughs> and then I show up, and, and it does out, not he's help the man with anxiety problems. Does now. not help that my first name is ungendered, right? Yes, like yeah. it's, it can be a man or a woman's Gender name, neutral. right? Yeah. And I was like. I, and so, you know, I have to go fix that or whatever. And he goes, you should probably fix that before you need, like, I don't know, a major surgery or something. I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be, like, calling you for your pos prostate inspection. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and to his credit, he pivoted fast and he was fine. But I was like, this poor man was spending weeks being, like, I'm meeting with a new client. It's a gay man with anxiety problems. Like, you know, probably prepping, like, for that kind of demographic. <laughs> and then I show up. Anyway, that was a side note. But. No, I loved it. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Uh, anything else? Um, oh, I actually have a playing thing. I've been playing games. Uh, uh, what have we, you been playing? We were clearing out the garage, and I uncovered my PlayStation 2. Dope. So we've oh, been playing RDN. PlayStation 2 games. Uh, the games I've never played, like Kingdom Hearts. I've never played Oh, Kingdom my Hearts. God. I... You're one of us. <laughs> yep. Larry, she's one of us. We were talking about this last night. Yeah. I am... Uh, we're stuck right now in a part, but I'm loving Where? it so what far. What part? What part? Tell us. Riku. Uh, which one? Yep. Uh, after he's possessed by the oh handsome. God, yeah. Uh, Hollow yeah. Bastion or on. Uh... Yeah, Hollow Bastion. Oh, that's actually a very difficult fight at that time. Oh my god, we have game. been trying for weeks, and then we kind of gave up and started playing some other stuff because we're both like frustrated. What's the other stuff? Uh, we started playing Baldur's Gate Dark. Alliance. Oh my god. You are making <laughs> Justin's day right now, Marcy. <laughs> Justin has come alive. 
but yeah, that's what I've been up to. And I like I don't know. I got excited because I could finally contribute to the plane aspect of the plane watching reading. <laughs> like, I'm playing something. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of playing, Justin, what have you been up to? Um, I don't know. Uh, I watched Renfield today. Oh, did you like oh, it? I actually think? loved that movie. Isn't it fun? It is very good. I was going in expecting bad, which I think helped. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I mean, yes. I was expecting not bad, but like, okay, this is going to be a dumb movie. But like fun. And I was pleasantly surprised with how good it was. Very gory. In, the, uh, in a good way. In Oh, in a very good way. like In, in a surprising way, right? Like yeah, it, yeah. It, it goes it for it, which it needed to, because if that was not gory, you'd be like, come on now. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, if it wasn't gory, I don't think it would be a very good movie. Well, it would still be a good movie, but not as good. Right, uh, right. It definitely adds to it. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, man, I'm trying to think. I've I know been... you're not like, you haven't done a lot of Nick Cage, but like he's, how do you, how has it impacted your like overall Nick Cage feeling? I mean, listen, I've been in the same room as Nick Cage, so whatever. That bro. is true. You guys are basically friends now, right? Yeah. Exactly. Best Although, can I tell you something very funny? So, uh, this yes, is kind but of a you side better make me laugh. Um, well, not funny, but like no, weird just and like <laughs> very, it kind of puts into perspective how people put themselves online. Um, uh -huh. So at Summer Game Fest, after Summer Game Fest, there was like this Xbox thing that I went to. Mm -hmm. And Keanu came on a video. Okay. Yeah. He was on like a vid, like a pre-taped video uh -huh. doing some cyberpunk thing. Yeah. I witnessed somebody sitting beside me, zoom into the screen so you could only see Keanu, take a picture and then go and tweet out, hey, look who just showed up at the event. <laughs> Oh, boo. Right? It's like, oh. What the hell? Oh, okay. That's weird. Anyways. Everything is a lie. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it kind of gives you uh, an idea to the kind of people that were there. Mostly, mm -hmm. honestly, 90% of those people were very nice. Other than that, um, I, I feel like there's a lot, but honestly, like, work is just kind of yeah super bumming me out and uh oh, me out. Buddy. Yeah. So oh and uh my it's okay my kids are now on summer vacation so instead of oh well yeah so now i have to pay somebody every week to watch them oh. yeah <laughs> 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 only it was the 1950s again we could send them out with a sandwich and say good luck see you at nighttime oh man you know right. i was talking about this so my son is going into grade three and i was trying to remember what i was doing when I was in grade three, and I was like, I was like, basically fucking off and coming back when the lights came on. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But like, I don't trust that now. No, yeah. like a hundred percent. My brother and I spent our summers like in ditches catching crawdads and shit for like hours, and then yeah. we would just come home when the sun started to set. If I had kids now, no, don't think so. Right. Like, so okay. yeah, that's that's Very cool. that's my life story. Yeah. <laughs> all right uh what if i i'll go through mine quickly too um i finally started watching that show from which How i got is that it's pretty good it's yeah, like i saw that it was from the people who did lost mm -hmm. so i was like okay it's gonna be really good at the start and then get really bad because everybody calls the ending 
Yeah, I don't, I mean, it's like there have been so many shows that have come along and been like, this is the next Lost, and it's just trash. Although, yeah, we can get into how we feel about Lost, but you know what I mean? Um, this one is like much more like hard horror, like it's not just it's mysterious and it's like mm -hmm. Twilight Zone y, but it is absolutely horror, like people get ripped apart in it. Like, that is Ooh. there are monsters outside and they are not fucking around. Um, and it's very mysterious and strange and you know some of the acting's a little uneven it's not a perfect show but it is pretty the mystery is pretty compelling and the fact that it is not afraid to be like like Renfield pretty spooky and pretty gory yeah. um definitely elevates it I've seen the first season it just got renewed for a third season so I'm gonna get into the second season I will say I can't even imagine for the people who started it before season two had been greenlit. Like it ends on such an insane cliffhanger. If they'd canceled it at the end of season one, people would have been so mad. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I'm liking from quite a bit. Um, I saw talk to me again and I don't, I can't like give reviews of it. Although I mean, like there are Sundance reviews, so I think I can Justin say. Justin and I but... are reviewing that on the show when it comes out. To right. Theaters. Okay, well, I won't go. I won't do any spoilers, but I will say I liked it even more the second time yeah. because I, the first time I was just kind of like, you know, when you're just watching it, you're just like letting it unfold. Mm -hmm. This time, knowing where it was going, like I, it like really gave me a much more like emotional impact the second time. It looks fun. Also, it's pretty good. <laughs> I don't want to like overhype it and then have you be disappointed. Mm -hmm. I went into it totally cold. The first time I saw it was alone. I mean, not in my house. Um, I watched it just Randy and I, um, and it was great. But then the second time I saw it at a press screening and it was a packed theater. And um, <laughs> it is a, I will say this is a crowd pleaser, like see it in a theater if you mm. can, because it is so fun to hear people react to the like scary gory parts and then laugh at some parts of it. it it's definitely one of those ones where people are going to respond when they watch Good. it so that would be my recommendation um the other thing i saw was the blackening did you guys any of you guys see this yet no no i don't even know it is like it is basically like a twist on sort of a cabin in the woods type of thing where like a group of um a, a group of friends from college or uh, a group of black they went i think they went to like a historically black college i'm not sure i think they mentioned that in it but they're like getting back together after 10 years and they're having just like a cabin trip with friends but then there's this game like racist ass game called the blackening in the basement and it like it's like there's a serial killer and he's like all right you got it like to survive you have to prove you're the blackest and so like it's very funny it's like a horror comedy much more comedy than horror um really really like great like twist on the gaze like a fun twist on the like you know the black person dies first trope like all that kind of stuff um i saw it again in a theater another one which i would say if you can see it in a theater because it's fun to be around people laughing um but yeah that was really good and then the last thing i also read something um i mean i'm always reading something but not always something i want to admit to on a podcast <laughs> like i brought like a lot of star wars books mm. you know? <laughs> but the thing i was going to talk about was i read queen of teeth by Haley piper have you read this or oh. anything by her was no. this the book you were telling me about yes okay. <laughs> have you did you read the worm and his kings by any chance larry or marcy no no okay well First of all, I recommend The Worm and His Kings. It's like this Lovecraftian, like in the sewer, 
cult book that it's very short, very quick. I think there's an audiobook you could burn through it real fast, either in book form or audiobook form. It's great. And I just found out that there's actually a sequel, which I cannot wait to pick up. Um, but I read this other book by her. Uh, I think this is the one that won all the awards. Like Wormer and His Kings was like her first book. But this one is about a, it's like in a world where there has been some, um, like a virus was released by like a uh, genetic engineering firm. And they have like managed to, because they owned the virus that causes all these mutations, basically get Congress to allow you to have partial ownership of the people's bodies. Oh, nice. And... Like, yes, and they force you to come in for these medical treatments. And following one of these medical treatments, this woman has like a sexual experience um, and she discovers she has teeth in her vagina. <laughs> and it progresses. <laughs> Let's just say that. So if it is very much like a queer, like Lynchian slash Cronenbergian vagina dentata. Book. okay huh and it's very good Haley piper is an incredible writer um it's gruesome and twisted and perverted and beautiful and very very good so i would definitely recommend queen of teeth and i would definitely recommend the worm and his kings anything by Haley piper is what i'm saying get into it <laughs> and larry i need you to read this okay <laughs> i actually need you to read both of these books but this is the one where it's just like and now the teeth are here and now they're there and her her vagina is getting bigger and bigger <laughs> you're gonna need to you're gonna need to get into it all right cool so that is what we've been watching marzi can you please do me a solid and remind the listeners what we do with spoilers on this show so if for some reason this is the first episode of the stream queens that you are listening to uh we are going to spoil all of final destination 3 from beginning to end we're going to talk about all of it, everything. So if you haven't seen it and you don't like spoilers, now is your time to dip out, go watch the movie, and then come back. Um, which I get. I like. I say this every time. I always suggest it because I hate spoilers, even if it's not necessarily like a twisty movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is one of those movies that, I mean, I'll talk about my thoughts and feelings on it, but it is, you know, a red herring death puzzle movie. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. kind of good to go in unspoiled so that you don't... Yeah see it coming or know where it's going to end up uh so i would suggest don't be spoiled yeah i would agree i would agree with that larry yeah you had the honor (laughs) of doing the background for this one uh tell me about this movie yes it is a 2006 supernatural horror film directed by james wong if you remember wong worked on the original film screenplay and now he is back as the contributing writer and director Uh, Another movie he Mm. directed was Dragon Ball Evolution, which I have heard is really bad. (laughs) (laughs) The two main stars of this movie are Mary Elizabeth Winstead, which I'm sure she regrets. Which was shocking. (laughs) When it started, I was like, what is M.E.W. doing in this? (laughs) And uh, Ryan Merriman. So Winstead, like Rachel kind of said, she's huge. Uh, The first time I saw her either had to have been in Live Free and Die Hard or Uh Scott Pilgrim. But other major roles were in the Harley Quinn movie, Swiss Army Man, 10 Cloverfield Lane, and the Trash, the Thing movie. I have not seen that. I was uh, watching this today. I was kind of like, do I need to go watch that? No, it's really bad. It's really bad. It's really (laughs) bad. Uh, Yeah, Ryan Merriman, um, he was kind of a big Disney Channel original movie star. Um, I'd never heard of any of those movies, so I didn't include them. 
He was also in The Ring 2, Halloween <laughs> Resurrection, which is the worst Halloween movie. And most recently, he was in the Hallmark movie Elevator Girl. I'm, I guess, I bet you guys can guess the plot of that. Um, a girl, does he fall in love with her? When they're stuck in he the elevator. He sees her in they're the elevator. They're stuck in the elevator. Yes. Down. Oh, I thought maybe he would see her there for a while and was like fantasizing about her. Mm, I'm, okay. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, Jeffrey Reddick, who is credited with creating the franchise and working on the script for the first two films, uh, abandoned ship here and is nowhere to be found in the century. A special edition DVD called Thrill Ride Edition includes a feature called Choose Their Fate, which acts as an interactive film, allowing viewers to make decisions at specific points in the film that alter the course of the story. The copy that I got from the library included this, but I had such a good time watching this movie that I did not go back and do that. You didn't want to soil the experience. Exactly. Shot on a budget of $25 million, somehow this movie made $118 million at the box office. The follow-up film to this is called The Final Destination and came out in 2009. I have some trivia. <laughs> the cast members on the roller coaster had to ride it 26 times on the same night in order to shoot oh. the, the uh, main premonition scene. Oh my god. How much would they have to pay you, Mars? <laughs> okay, I realize this is not actually like a valid answer to your question, but like as you started asking that, in my head I went, I would choose death. <laughs> I would choose death. <laughs> you wouldn't let it, the ride choose it for you. <laughs> I would just quit get the ahead movie. of it. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I did not understand the logistics of this. I I will be going home now. <laughs> Good night. To all of you. <laughs> uh, Tony Todd, who portrays William Bloodworth in Found Destination and Found Destination 2, provides the voice of the devil above the entrance to the roller coaster. I was wondering. I was like, we didn't get no. Okay. He also okay. provides the speaker voice saying, this is the end of the line on the subway. Oh. In the okay. subway, Wendy, Julie, and Kevin would were supposed to meet Kimberly Corman and Officer Thomas Burke two remaining survivors from found destination 2 wendy oh wendy and kimberly were originally meant to be cousins the plan was that wendy would be in the subway with kevin and julie before she encountered kimberly and thomas the presence of kimberly and thomas would allow for death plans to conclude thus all survivors dying the two actors were not available for the reshoots and therefore the scene was staged with wendy's roommates and her boyfriend instead that would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. We could have ended this franchise there. <laughs> this is the first. Come on, the fifth one's pretty good. <laughs> this but... is the first film in the series to have all the main characters die in the same order that they are introduced, as opposed to the order they die during the premonition sequence. Oh. And finally, the tanning bed scene, which is probably the most famous from this movie. Yeah. was based on four separate urban legends. One is the legend of the bride-to-be, uh, which is in some versions a sorority girl who wanted a perfect tan but ended up cooking her insides by overusing tanning beds. The second and third legends involve the Ohio Players hit song Love Roller Coaster, which plays during the tanning scene. One of the legends goes that the scream heard between the first and second verse of the song is that of a woman being murdered while they recorded the song. Ooh. The other goes that the scream is that of a woman who modeled for the album cover art because her flesh was torn off when the acrylic substance ladled over her naked body to make it look like she was dripping honey was clumsily removed by crew members. Huh. 
The fourth urban legend is the one of the newlywed bride playing a game of hide and seek on her wedding day. People who have read Scary Stories in the Teledark know this one. Who, oh. who dies when the trunk she hides in locks with her inside in the attic. In some version of the, urban, of, of the urban legend, something falls on top of the trunk, preventing the bride from being able to open it from the inside, much like the way the shelf fell onto the tanning bed, jamming them closed. Yikes. Wow. That is... That, that packed in a lot. I packed in a lot with that one. <laughs> I actually think that's a pretty creepy cool scene. I'm, I have a, I'm, I'm getting a temperature reading for everyone in the room. I feel like I'm going to be the only one who has good things to say on this movie. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking oh, about. interesting. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Okay. So as we said, thank you, Larry. That was great, by the way. I always love your background. And oh. I love that you always include trivia. Thank I you. think I got to remember to do that. I think that's such a cool idea. Um. And since I'm all about stealing your stuff, I'm amazed I haven't done it already. So, Marzi, we warned people we're going to get into spoiler territory. Now is the time when the spoilers are going to come. So, when you are ready, you are going to be doing the 60-second synopsis. I've got a stopwatch going. You tell me. You don't need to. Like, you are the Michael Jordan. Yeah, you are. You are. You are really I feel like the bar is so high now that every time I do this, I'm like, this is going to be the time when I fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) No, you got this. You got this. Okay. You ready? Uh, yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Let's jam. Okay, so our main character this time is a girl named Wendy who has the premonition on a roller coaster of a bunch of people dying, so she freaks out and a bunch of people get off. And one of those people is her best friend's boyfriend that she was going to dump anyway, but anyway, he doesn't know that, and I don't think he ever finds out. And after all this happens, he uh, somehow just Googles all of the information from the other movies, and so they already just have all this information, so they're trying to stop all the pre- all the deaths of the people who got off of the roller coaster, which they don't do. And then in the very end, they think that they have escaped it, but they haven't, and then it's uh, gets convoluted deaths all over the place. I'm sorry, this one, I'm sorry. Well, we you got it. You did it I in 30 mean, seconds. You got the important <laughs> things, and that's what matters here. <laughs> awesome. All right, cool. So, as always, we do, we break this into plot, visual, audio, and how scurry it was. So, let's talk about plot. Uh, Justin, do you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Um, so, this was the first one of these that we've watched. I'm not going to say if it's the last one Um, that feels like it was made just to extend the franchise. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think you can kind of feel that from start to finish. Um, It just kind of felt, I mean, obviously they they included throwbacks to the original um, and apparently the second one, uh, well, they were planning to include, uh, throwbacks to the second one. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, it just kind of felt like a messy movie to me. Like it felt like they were trying to re invent, like not really reinvent themselves, but just kind of like get away with the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And I really think this is the first one where I did not like anyone. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I also, like, this is, like, the 
tenth time I've seen this movie. <laughs> uh, so that could be, you know, I could be bringing some like mental trauma into this uh, for being forced to watch this movie so many times. But oh, uh, no. <laughs> you know, you must uh, really yeah. like us. <laughs> no, whatever. I, listen, I made you watch Saw, so I don't feel bad or don't feel bad for. Okay. No, yeah, don't feel bad. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just. I really don't have anything like super great to say about it. I did like that kind of everybody died and we could have had a friend. Like I would have been happy if this was the last one. Mm. Um, I think that it's interesting that they did that. Has um, anybody survived the end of any of these? You'll find out. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. So like, far. Yeah. So there's... far there's been survivors at the end of everyone except for this one. Yeah. Cause remember oh, guess in the... the... yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause what's her face was in the, the mental institution the in the second one. The, yeah. Um, the blonde. God, I don't remember. Yeah. That sounds like a really good noir movie. The cop <laughs> and the blonde. blonde. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I <think> it's <laughs> called the thin man. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah anyways, I don't, I don't know. I really don't have like much, like many great things to say about this uh, specific plot was it, it just kind of felt like everything was just a means to an end to get to like a cool kill yeah oh for sure for sure and oh all yeah. right yeah. all right how about you marzi what'd you think of the plot of this uh i mean i pretty much agree with justin this one felt like the made for tv movie of the final destinations and it did feel like I don't know. It felt like they took the very surface level aspects of what made the Final Destinations before it good and didn't really apply the like underlying stuff. Because I feel like in other the other Final Destination movies, we do the thing where we focus on so many red herrings, right? Like we know a death is coming and we see all the parts and they're all working together and we're not sure which one it's going to end up being. And in this one, it was just kind of like, there, that's it. And then two minutes later, yep, that was it. And Part of what I love about the Final Destination movies is that anxiety anticipation of like, okay, we just zoomed in on 17 deadly objects. I don't know which one it's going to end up being. And then it turns out they all work together in some sort of weird machine that ends up murdering someone. And that's the creativity of these movies, I feel. And this one was just very, like, I mean, I think the the most intricate one is the tanning bed one mm -hmm. to me yeah i do like the drive-through one only because it kind of doesn't even reveal that it's one of the people in the sequence until the end yeah and i and and that one is very anxiety inducing for me <laughs> yeah. like i think about it every time i'm in a drive-through and then i unrelated we were driving past a chick-fil-a the other day and the lover was like what do you think people in that? Because the drive-thru, I don't know if they're all designed like this. The only one I've ever seen is the one that's like near my house. It's this crazy, like I don't understand it by looking at it, but it's this crazy winding drive-thru. Yeah. And it looks like it takes forever, but there are like people who work there like coming out to cars and like it looks like it moves fast. And, I don't know. It always looks crazy. And it's like a ton of cars all the mm -hmm. time. And It's like in I'm, and out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're driving by and Lovo was like, what do you think would happen if there was some sort of like fire explosion and everybody was in that? drive-through oh. i was thinking like don't because i think about that every time we're in a drive-through where i'm like <laughs> we're just running i guess from an explosion i don't know and so like the the drive-through one gives me anxiety but uh part of what really makes us feel like a like a a poorly executed attempt at making a final destination is the part 
in the beginning when Wendy is leaving school and Kevin runs up to the window and he's like, hey, I Googled. And he can tell the entire story of, Mm -hmm. you know, Flight 181, including the part where he's like, and then they found out that they were dying in a sequence and that it was the sequence that they died in on the plane. I was like, how did you Google the fact that they died in the same sequence that they would have died on the plane? Because that was a crazy theory that this kid had that nobody believed. So how did you Google that? And I understand it was just they didn't want to waste time of them like finding people and interviewing people. And also they killed everybody who was on that flight. So they couldn't. I realized it was them trying to connect it to the first one and everything. And then that weird scene in the cemetery where Wendy's pulling out like, look at this picture of Abraham Lincoln. It proves that I had a premonition. And, you know, I don't know. There were some some things in this movie that was kind of like, I don't. I don't fully understand what what this is. I understand what you were trying to do. I don't feel it was executed. Um, but that being said, I do love the Final Destination franchise. So this is the movie that I will watch in order to have the full Final Destination experience. It's not so bad that I like refuse to watch it yeah. or anything. Yeah. But it is kind of just the, we just wanted to make another movie kind of movie. <laughs> Which every franchise has the lull in the middle. Of you know, course. every franchise has its duds in the middle. This is just, it was going to be a dud regardless. Hellraiser was, that dud was just like six, <laughs> six <laughs> yeah. long. Yep, 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 yep. You you owe me like seven bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> so Final Destination 3 for me is excusable because every franchise has a dud in the middle. This was the dud. And that's fine. I accept it. Okay. How about you, Laryl? So lay it on me. Mars and Justin covered a lot of the big things. I think the thing for me, I remember actually texting Justin about this when I watched the movie. The sexism and just like the misogyny, like from jump in this movie, just is so over the top yeah. that I literally can't. You mean the upskirt from your hero character? Yeah. Like... <laughs> or the you should take a picture of the whale tail thongs for the yearbook. Yeah. And it, like, it just Ugh. never stops. And it, it is just like, like they just literally never let it go. And by the, like, by the time they get on the roller coaster, even like I'm like done with the movie. And it's just like, I don't care about any of these characters. So when you're watching a Found Destination movie and you just don't care if anyone lives or dies, like, then it doesn't matter if you like the Rube Goldberg or the Red Herrings or anything like that. It's just like, okay, like, I want this to be done. Because, like, I did find, like, when I got that DVD from the library, I could go back and do it. Like, I didn't know that was a thing that was available. And I found that really cool. But by the time I finished the movie, I just wanted to, like, review it and move on to another one. Because I didn't remember how bad this is. But, like, Mars said, like, five isn't that bad. And I don't even remember four being that bad. But this is there's a reason why I only watched this like one time. This is probably my second time watching this movie. Like we'll get to the deaths that probably when we talk about like cinematography and stuff. But like overall, this movie is just like it's just not a good time. And I, whenever like a horror movie like punches down, like Eli Roth does it a lot in a lot of his movies. It's just like not fun to enjoy. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That is fair. I agree with, like, everything everybody's saying, but I'm going <laughs> to offer somewhat of a dissenting opinion just because, like, I think the sexism and the, like you said, just, like, the punching down, is it's not good. And it, it it does do the thing that I hate the most in movies where, like, it presents you with a group of people that hate each other. Like, yeah. I want to care about mm-hmm. people. And if you all hate each other, why the hell would I care about you? When I was watching Talk to Me again this week, this is not a spoiler, 
but you really care you really feel like the characters care about each other and that makes it matter when bad things happen to them and it like reminded me of why again this is a trope that i've talked about on the show before that i hate i hate it i feel like it's lazy writing and if you make me hate if your characters hate each other i'm gonna hate them too and then i don't care mm-hmm. it's that the pencil being dick said, trope it, it's the, we've you and i have talked about this a lot like it's it's the pencil it's dick like, trope yes it's like the shittiest, laziest writing. Like the conflict comes between your two characters, but like that's, I don't buy in. I have no emotional stakes. Yeah. And no, that... but they try to present it as like, oh, these are just two friends who like like to tease each <laughs> other, but they're saying like really not shitty things. things. Yes, yeah. like we tease each other. You know, what right? I mean? Like it's clear, but it comes from a place of love. Like it never is meant to make the other people feel bad. Like it's like a loving teasing, and this was not that. No. Yeah. And then it like pivots partway through and you're like supposed to care about the the guy character. Was it Kevin? You're supposed yeah. to care about Kevin. And I was just when he like, starts no. the movie, I was like a total you... douchebag. Like yeah. I feel like I enjoy a character arc. I feel like characters can really evolve over the course of a movie. Like Craft Legacy is not a good movie, but it has one of the best sort of bullies arcs that I've seen in a long mm-hmm. time. It's a and then they kill him and it sucks but whatever um but when you upskirt someone you are done we are done conversation that being said (laughs) (laughs) i do think there is some like what i think it's appropriate that the tragedy at the beginning of this is a roller coaster because this is just a like most distilled down to like if you are someone who goes to the final destination films strictly for the kills strictly for that formula that's all this movie is it is no filler all killer (laughs) yeah what that means is you don't really give shit about anybody so like if you were someone who invests in the story that is not here for you but as far as like gory deaths this thing delivers on that like that propeller death is gnarly and then it explodes even more um i think most of the deaths like just is if you were to put them on like a a series of videos just just of the deaths the death scenes are pretty great in this and if that is what you're here for it is on a platter i also think i actually kind of liked wendy (laughs) i know this is controversial on this show and i think it probably like i'm pulling a larry a little bit where like i i'm unable to be objective because i like mary elizabeth winston Mm -hmm. so much (laughs) and also as someone who like a lot of my fear comes from feeling like a lack of control in situations like i found her i was like representation matters okay like (laughs) i'm seeing myself on screen this is a beautiful thing so i don't know i liked her a lot um and you know nobody else but i did like her quite a bit um and i thought you know like this thing moves at a steady clip there is not a lot of there's not a lot of filler like there's some stupid exposition dumps which we've talked about with like suddenly all of this innermost stuff is on you can google it which is absurd Wikipedia. um yeah it's absurd <laughs> um but it does keep things moving like there's not a lot of like lulls in this so I think if you have a little bit of ADD, like some people on the show, me, mm. um, I appreciate it. I will say that, like, there are a couple of the death scenes that are so drawn out that it, like, oh, yeah, that's the thing that gets me. Like, the whole gym scene was mm-hmm. a lot for delicate little me. So I don't know. Plot, not great. But, you know, it could be so much worse. It could be so much worse. Oh, we're going to get a lot worse in October when we uh, watch Soft 10. And we did watch... <laughs> don't, doubt that. don't doubt that for a second. And we did watch uh, 
one of the Hellraisers, which we don't even have oh. a score for because we didn't actually score it. Whatever that one with uh, the It would have been a zero. Movie. They literally had no redeeming qualities. You should just go in the dock and write zero. <laughs> Wait, what one? So I don't the, remember. The the one started almost like it was gonna be found footage, yeah, and then it was Cabo. just like incest. Oh my god, the Mexico yeah. one. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's right. Can we all agree collectively zero? Yeah, that that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Please add that to the doc because <laughs> it will be famous for being at the, the very the bottom. Was. Uh, wasn't was judgment. Was that the incest yes. one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just put Hellraiser incest and everybody in there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it was either. Okay. Hellraiser Revelation. Thank you. There it is. How did, did you Google Hellraiser Incest and what else came up? <laughs> oh, wait, no, I I Googled Hellraiser found footage. Oh. Okay, okay. I didn't want Hellraiser Incest in my you know algorithm. What? what year did it come out, Mars? Do you remember? 2011. Okay. Larry, yeah. I'm going to impress you right now. You yes. ready? What was your score for plot? Oh, you remembered! <laughs> oh, I, I actually had it right here in front of me. Okay. Um, I have to go. F- no, no, you write it down, but I remembered. Usually I move on to the thing and then you <gasps> oh, yell at me to, thought... that we need to do scores. Oh, see, I, I thought no, you were don't even be further ahead. Impressed. I thought you like, no, had no, your no. Excel sheet. Moderate. I'm looking for moderate. <laughs> uh, I gave it a three. Um, I really <laughs> did not like this movie, and it's really hard for you, for me at least, to like watch a Found Destination movie where like people's lives are on the line at any twist and turn where I just don't care. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. How about you, Justin? What's your score? I actually also gave it a three. All right, Marzi. They shot a pigeon with a nail gun. I also and... gave it a three. <laughs> I got to confess, I, I looked it up and does the dog die as soon as he started looking for pigeons, and I didn't <laughs> see that part of the movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that, that, that nail gun death. Woo! Yeah. Um, that one was good. How I mean... she was like still blinking and stuff. Yeah. Oh. Okay, sorry, you go. No, no. Um, so I've seen much, much worse movies in this. Much worse. We just discussed one. Hellraiser. Like, if Hellraiser Judgment. Not Judgment. Revelation. Um, Revelation, Revelation is a zero. What one was Judgment? That was the one that had the, the, the weird, like, inspector guy. Oh, I and, actually like, kind of would... liked some yeah, of that stuff. Yeah, that one was good. I mean, yeah. well. Good in comparison good to everything around it. It was interesting. Like, it introduced new ideas that didn't suck. Even though it didn't have the finger blast and train, but whatever. But um, it, ha- it, it, yeah, okay. I would say this is for me. This is like a four and a half. It's not quite at the halfway mark, but it is not a three to me. Okay, to me. Cool. All right, let's move on to visual cinematography, all that jazz. Uh, who started first? Was it you, Justin? Yeah, I can go again though. Actually. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I actually think this is where this movie uh, excels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I was worried because I remember the deaths looking really bad in this movie. Yeah. But I think for the most part, they were actually really well done. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I mean, we've talked them to death. Ha, 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 ha. Um, <laughs> I think the deaths were like actually <laughs> yeah, uh, very interesting and like uh-huh. shot in a very like counter to the plot shot in a interesting it was interesting um uh specifically the nail gun death like yeah, really was like oof uh yeah. it was a lot because uh we uh lingered it lingered yeah. yeah um i i do have a little bit of an issue with like the starting uh roller coaster yeah. death i feel like 
obviously because there's like a lot of speed involved uh you don't really kind of get to like see a lot of it happen mm-hmm. it, um and i don't know i think it would just would have been like a lot more interesting uh, other than that it is very much a 2000s movie everybody dresses oh, yes. yeah and uh oh, yes um i don't know i i but i think overall it was like decently shot um but again like everybody comes to these movies for the deaths and i think that that was like probably yeah. the most interesting part of this movie were the deaths because i think they were actually very well done yeah how about you marzi um i agree it, it definitely looks like every 2000s horror movie um got the nail gun death when you see her still blinking yeah and it's just like her it's own face. yeah and i i the tanning bed death uh tanning bed death also gets me just yeah it's like I don't know. It's something the contrast about the blue light, but they're burning. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like that one a lot too. That one was mm-hmm. a, you know. So I do enjoy the deaths. The thing that I just criticize is that, like, you know, the previous deaths. Like I said, you know, you look at all these elements and you're not sure by looking at them how they're going to fit together to create a death. And in this one, it's very like, and then this moved, and then this moved, and then it made this, and then it went to this, and it's, so it's a little bit more, um, it's less puzzly than mm-hmm. the first movies mm-hmm. which makes it a little bit less exciting for me and less interesting because i like watching all these different separate elements that are not yet connected you and like then, the rule the rule ru- goldberg yeah that's the one yeah. i can never say that word yeah and then i like seeing in 10 seconds how all of a sudden they all you know one by one combine into creating this this death and so i like that a little bit more but it doesn't i mean it honestly doesn't look bad the movie and the deaths are pretty well done so you know i'm not mad about it visually still enjoy myself watching it <laughs> good that would suck to come back and be like oh god i hate this movie and, this fr- and now i don't like this <sighs> franchise <laughs> yeah like i said like i mean it is the dud but it's not like the worst thing i've ever seen and i mean hey just think uh in another 2000s movie, uh, we saw Henry Cavill getting a blowjob. So that's also no. true. That is a thing that happened. <laughs> oh, the 2000s. Oh, the 2000s. <sighs> All right. How about you, Laryl? Uh, I think Mark just hit on a lot of the big things. I would say that this looks worse than Final Destination 2. Um, but I do like the death scenes. I don't like the Rube Goldberg at the beginning, like the roller coaster one. I didn't think is like, I think Justin said it was like, it's just too fast. Like, there's just too much going on yeah. too quickly. Um, but I actually really like the tanning bed scene. I think it's, like, really mm-hmm. scary. I think that, like, I think of all the death scenes, it's, like, the most like the first two, where, like, so many little things add up to, like, the big culminating event. I like the roller coaster song playing in the background. I like, it's just, like, the, that whole scene is very iconic. It's, like, one of the most popular death sequences probably in the whole franchise um obviously you get to see boobs which is nice but like um oh really larry Hmm, someone has evolved (laughs) which is why i'm surprised you don't like that hellraiser movie with like the boob ladies drinking up the blood or whatever one of my favorite killers or like things in uh you know um 13 ghosts uh, that's oh, the, the first thing that popped into yeah. my head. Yeah. I think I need hey. to revisit that. I saw it one time when it first came out, and it did not really leave an impression on me, but everybody always talks I about it. I think it's because we were younger. Oh, you got it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually really like Maybe. that Maybe. And Larry, that's my favorite person. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's, yeah. <laughs> but I'm a degenerate, so. Like, when know, she backs that guy up into the door <laughs> and he gets sliced in half, like, 
but yeah, Thirteen Ghosts is a good one. Um, but no, like I, I think this is mid. I think it's the best way to describe it. It's like there's nothing really to write home about because the like the actual like shooting of the film itself is like okay. The death scenes are good, and I'll mute myself now. He's gonna beat himself. <laughs> I, hmm. I, We're learning a lot about yeah. Larry. First, he's into boobs. Now he's gonna go beat himself on the show. I, you know, <laughs> I think we've. I corrupted him Justin. we've been trying oh, for a I long feel, time i feel bad now I, I was gonna say i thought i would enjoy this more than i am i feel a little guilty <laughs> uh awesome awesome okay um so both of you got that means it's my turn yeah all right so visual yeah i think this one's the goriest in my opinion like i said the propeller death definitely had an impact but also and i love the nail gun death that one is gnarly but I also think that the the thing that falls on the guy in Switzerland half, and again, we get that like close up and he's sort of twitching and blinking his eyes after being split in two, you know, that was really creepy. <laughs> I don't know. I We all know I'm a wimp though, but I was, I thought that was a really great death as well. I love the tanning beth, bed, obviously. I like that it like, is, by the end, essentially becomes like a crematorium, like a dual crematorium. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting more like blistering and blah, blah, blah. I was not expecting them to burst into flames that way. And I think that shot above, from above looking down on them is actually a really great shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it really drives home the horror of what has just occurred. Their arms and I think maybe that's flailing and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So there are some really cool visual moments in this. I don't mind the roller coaster because I think what's happening is so horrifying that even though I don't see every little detail of it because it's happening fast, I can like put myself in that situation and imagine how horrifying it is because it is the thing you think about when you're putting it on and you're like trying, I'm trying to get it to click just one more level down. Like it feels like there's a little play in there. And you just think about what if this thing popped open? Um, so even that to me worked uh, and was pretty disturbing when they're just like hanging from it and they're rocking it and trying to get it to move. Ah, all that stuff freaked me out. So, so yeah, I think from a, I agree with everyone here that the strength of this movie is the visual, the, the kills, even though they're not as complex and there is that you do lose that element of like surprise. Cause a lot of times you think, you know, in the previous films, how these things are going to come together and then boom, something else happens. Yeah. Like I think about the woman with the pipe through her head when the, when they accidentally yeah. set off the, the, the airbag, that's like such a great unexpected death. And there's not really any of these, even with the weights dropping on the guy's head like you knew that was coming mm-hmm. it was so it was still like impactful haha <laughs> see look at you're not the only one who can tell dad jokes justin but it wasn't a surprise so so yeah i can see how how that might be disappointing it but it makes up for it in gore <laughs> so yeah i would i would say definitely strength of this so let's get some scores um marzi what would you score this one uh i'd give it a three and a half for visual yeah. Okay. All right. How about you, um, Justin? I gave it a five. Okay. And yeah, Laryl? the cools were really cool. Five and a half. Everything yeah. else was just kind of, yeah. Okay. I'm going to give it a six. I actually think it looks pretty cool. Okay. All right. Now, here's the one I'm sure everybody's going to say tens. <laughs> Audio and performances. Justin, lead us off again. Again? Again, me. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of said it a, a lot of what I needed to say in the uh, plot <laughs> about uh, the characters in this uh, movie. Uh, yeah, I didn't really find myself being attached to any of them. Is that partially due to performance? Yes, I think so. Uh, specifically, uh, a lot of people... Uh, it, it's 
in nineties movies and two thousands movies, it's people love being assholes just to be an asshole. And I really like, really do not like that. I mean, we've, we talked about it already today. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't have like, again, I don't really have anything nice to say. I, I not gonna lie. I didn't even really like the soundtrack in this one. Uh, yeah, I have nothing nice okay. to say. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Marzi. What did you think? Audio performances, sound design, uh, etc. Average. You know, like I don't know. There wasn't anything about it that like really. And I yeah, I just I didn't care about any of the characters. I know they tried in that scene between Wendy and her sister where they're like arguing at first about over like who owns the charm bracelet but then i forgot about that are like you're all i have now since mom died and i know they tried to like create a moment there and it like almost got there but other than that i don't know i don't know i didn't really feel i felt like the, the living characters were more connected to the dead characters than they were to each other and uh i don't know average i guess it's a it feels like your average 2000s movie or like we're doing this to see stuff explode. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. And Larry. This was the worst part of the movie. Um, not even Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who I actually really like and excited to see in Ahsoka, and I enjoyed her and like pretty much every time I see her, I enjoy her. Except even in the thing, I actually enjoyed her in that. But even in this one, her performance wasn't very good. I think it's because everything else around it. Uh, I did like hearing "Love Roller Coaster." <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to disagree. Uh, <laughs> I actually, one of the things I didn't like about the movie was how on the nose all the songs were. Mm-hmm. Like I, they, they had, they were, they were not ironic because they were just like so on the nose. And I was just like, really, you would listen to love, you would listen to love roller coaster after oh, what you just went through. I'm, I mean, it's not a bad song. It just was just like it's a little on the nose. And then the well, end with those... the train song, I was like, come on. Well, those <laughs> girls do not seem like the kind who would choose that and be like oh it's our jam oh, don't judge a so, book by yeah the they might be into the 70s disco scene don't judge a whale by the tail <laughs> oh my god he did it not me i'm happy <laughs> i'm proud of myself <laughs> but yeah so i didn't love the music and i also think like mary's problem was not her acting it's the right like i think yeah. there's and I think she does everything you can possibly do with what she had to work with, in my opinion. I thought she was she was fine in this. Um, and that the issues were much more about character than about performance. Like, I think she added some actual... She seemed genuinely terrified. She seemed genuinely disturbed by things and heartbroken by things. Like, her performance, like, she did a good job. I just don't think they gave her much to work with. It's kind of, but I feel like you can feel that she is the best actor in this, and it's not surprising that out of this group of actors, she's the one that's gone on. Yeah, the second best one to is do. Tony Todd. You never even see him. I know. Well, I mean, he's always like he is always in terrible movies and is the best yeah. thing in them. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean, like <laughs> I love me some Tony Todd. But yeah, so this I agree. If we're if this is where we're talking about characters, what I talked about from the beginning, they gave you nobody to root mm-hmm. for. I feel like the direction was like, okay, go and be the worst stereotype of a person. Yeah. Like, like be a shitty person. In, that's what, for that's the directive. Redeeming. Just be as awful as you can. 
like the guy that gets split in half like he almost feels like he could be an interesting character when you're first introduced to him in the line but by the end you're like oh no he's just a shitty person as well got it okay boring there's nothing here like maybe the girl that gets the nails is the most likable aside from wendy i don't know know. like doesn't have any there there it's just it's just dumb no no and she's like an actor that i like when i see her in like weird like euro trip canadian sci-fi series Oh, she might have been. She was in she one of those like, sex comedies from the 2000s. Yeah, I can see that. That tracks. That tracks. Um, Larry has them all cataloged in his brain. I am a sucker right, I know, for American the new Pie. Larry. Oh, my God. You want to talk about a movie that has not aged well? That's why I don't go back to because of that. It's Like the part where no, he no, broadcasts? No, it just sits in my head in a very nice rosy space, and we don't ever go back to American Pie 1-2. If you do, you're going to be bummed. And that's why we won't go back <laughs> it is. to it. <laughs> like, it is the upskirt of, of a movie. <laughs> but, I mean, I also saw it in the theater and guffawed, and now I'm like, yep. Sometimes the rose-tinted glasses can just stay on for a few certain things. I just know not to say, mm. I love this movie. You should check it out because I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be another shallow house situation. Yeah, where you're like, what's the problem? Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah I learned <laughs> shallow house is a good lesson I had to learn too. So that's why, like, if I have fond memories about something from the '90s in a comedy, maybe let it stay there. Yeah, yeah. Although yeah, I did watch like, The Mask mm. recently, and that movie holds up, and it is fantastic. Oh. Hmm. At some point, we got to do Cable Guy. Oh Wasn't my that god! I fucking I, I, yes, I said I would. Uh, Rachel, I, I that was going to be our movie if. Uh, oh, next time we do a, a fill in for one another. Yeah, I'd be, but okay. I mean, hey, we can. I love Cable Guy. I fucking. I've only love seen it movie. once. I don't remember a single thing about oh it except God. for that there is a karaoke scene. Oh That's. God, it is and I, I'm and not even I'm sure it. I know what the premise of the movie is. What? I don't even know if I remember what the hold premise on, hold of on, the movie is. Hold on, hold on, Larry. The character's name is Larry. Oh. Oh, oh God damn it, Larry the Cable Guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, okay, there you go. Um, I'm not sure that's the Larry you want to like hitch your horse to, but that's okay. That's okay. You do you, boo. Your body, your choice. So yes, audio. Let's score this bad boy. I mean, we can just keep talking about a good movie like the Cable Guy if you want. <laughs> I don't know what you're good talking Simba. about. <laughs> oh. Simba. Yeah, Matthew Broderick. Is he the voice of Old Simba? Simba, yeah. Yeah. The worm yeah. guy. Wait. What? Wait, hold on. I He's a worm the... guy in Godzilla. <laughs> and he... I'm following Thank along. I also followed. <laughs> okay. You know, like at the end of Labyrinth when she's like stuck in the stairs, like maze. I feel like I just entered that of Larry's brain and I'm just falling down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> falling down the stairs, falling up the stairs. David Weirdly Bowie enough, is singing. The only other uh, reference I have to Matthew Broderick is uh, the producers. Yep, that was my next one too. What? That was my next yeah. reference. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yeah. okay, Hello. Yeah, Shame. Ferris Bueller's so good. Shame. It is so good. There are things I'm trying to think. Obviously, the one actor in it has not aged well. But oh, I'm really? To think Which about one? If there's any other? Oh, the pedophile the principal. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He's also in Beetlejuice yeah, too. Yeah, hey, that uh, would do it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he at least is someone who faced some degree of consequences, like so many other people who have yeah. not. Like his life was actually ruined by that, and as it should mm-hmm. be. But it allows me to get. It gives me like a small permission structure to watch all of the movies that I love that he's in. Yeah, I, I can't get like, Beetlejuice. Yeah, I can't get Beetlejuice. One of my all-time favorite horror films, Ravenous. He's in it, and he's like one of the best parts, which is a bummer. But who is the Pedophile. The principal from Ferris He's the, Bueller. the guy that plays the principal. The oh, yeah. man. Yeah. And the dad oh. from Beetlejuice. Yeah. Well, 
Mr. Deets. Mr. Deets. Yeah. Audio. But, okay, audio. Let's score it. See? See, Justin, you should have let me keep going, and now I've ruined <laughs> something for you. <laughs> yeah. Mars, what would you score this one for audio? I don't know. Five, I guess. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm feeling Mars's energy right now. Okay. <laughs> I love this. It's just chaos around here. All right, Justin, what what is your score? Did you say Justin Wood? I said, what is your score? But oh, also okay. Justin Sorry. Wood. Yeah, well, no, I wasn't sure. I was, I Mr. Wood, what is your what score? You? Oh, man. Uh, Woodrow. Woody is, Woody is my brother. Thank you very much. The Woodster. The Woodmeister. Woodmeister General. The Woodmeister. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do I Wood just for this? Uh, no, uh, I gave it a three. All right. And Laryl, what is your score? I gave it two. I gave it a full point for Love Roller Coaster. <laughs> well, I was going to give it a three, but now I feel like I have to knock it down to a one. <laughs> no, um, I'm going to give it a three. Perfect. All right. All right, so that just leaves us with the final, most controversial category. This one, I was literally, I don't know why, I was like walking from my car to the house the other day, and for some reason, this popped into my head, and I can't remember why, but I was like, that's bullshit. That's really ruined some reviews. <laughs> I was thinking about yeah, how you guys do that. That's the point. Because <laughs> I was like, how do you like you quantify like you're trying to say if a movie is good but does it have to be scary to be good no, no. but that's not the point many a movie has died on the sword in our podcast reviews because it's a decent yeah. movie but when you get to how scary like we did insidious and like it was getting like between like eights and sevens from both of us and then we got to how scary and it just got shot in the foot. oh i think that movie is scary it is until you see the 700th jump scare yeah in that movie like 10 minutes it was see, like the most most recent movie that actually scared me, like in a theater where I felt uncomfortably scared. See, well, so that's the thing is when you saw it in a theater, it did something when it was in yeah. theaters at that time. See, now this is it's adding layers of why this this doesn't work. <laughs> this is not a good. Well, but now you watch it now and it doesn't. But as, as Justin knows, there's, like, there's two scenes in the movie that I can't knock. It's when the front door opens on him and stuff. That that still fucks mm -hmm. me up. And then the old woman. There is just something about her standing in that back door that just fucks with a part of my brain that literally it makes me want to vomit. The kid in the corner. Mm -hmm. The kid in the corner is terrifying with yeah. the tiptoe through the tulips. And the first time we see the like demon Darth and he's Mole. pointing to him. I, I mean, I get now that he looks like Darth Maul and, you know, whatever. But when I first saw that movie, he scared the See, he didn't because I, I really thought Darth Maul, but that, I'm telling you, that old lady, I was telling Justin, like, it makes me, when I see, not in the second one because it starts getting into that really trans, like, phobic mm -hmm. stuff. But We're Mark, we're cutting that from canon. Yeah, we're not but in that. the first movie, like, it's like when she's standing in that back door just standing, like, with, like, a light over her head with the veil, it makes me want to pee. Yeah. Like, it literally, there's something about that that, like, disturbs me on like a really deep level it it, it fucks I me mean, up yeah it, i mean there's like all these like tales of the hag right and so the question is is it because it's it's a thing or is it a thing that it, the reason it's become like a uh an enduring sort of tale yeah. is because it like speaks to something on our in like in our lizard yeah, I, I said it during the review it's like 
like I, 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 I know it's coming. And even the first time I watched this movie, I was like kind of goofing around my sister a little bit because it wasn't that scary because I didn't find the Darth Maul demon to be that spooky. But then that Oof, old lady showed up him. and it Oof. fucked me Oof. up. Like I slept with the lights on that night the first time I watched this movie because of her. Like there is just something that does not sit <laughs> See, well in my head. That should get a good scary score it then. Did. It did for me. See? Okay, good. Hater over there, no, Mr. Wood Woodington <laughs> over there killing things with the score. All right, so uh, how scary was it, Justin? Um, I actually don't think this one was very scary at all. Um, and none of them, like, obviously, like, nail guns are freaky, uh, but because I've had to use one so much in uh, your my murder time. sprees, oh, yeah, my but, murder yeah. sprees, yeah, you know, they'll never <laughs> find the bodies, it's okay. Um, no, just because I like, you know, it's like an everyday occurrence. Well, not an everyday, but it's fairly. Yeah, Yeah. of course. (laughs) No, but it's, I interact with them enough that. You thought I was going to say your murder sprees, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I I was, I was, I was giving you pause. Um, that, I don't know if it just doesn't like hit me in the same way. Like it's gross, but. That's mm-hmm. it. It doesn't, and I feel like that's a lot of these. Uh, none mm-hmm. of them actually ever like freaked me out. It was just like, oh, that's like super, you know, we're, oh, we're hanging on to this long and it's like, it's very graphic. Uh, but none of them really hit me in a scary way. Okay. Marzi, how scary is this movie? I, I do think that it's scary in, in, I mean, because I'm an anxious person, all of these movies are a little bit scary. Apparently an anxious I, gay man. I, yeah, I'm, because I, as an anxious gay man. Um, I, uh, I mean, I go through life looking at everything being like, how could that potentially kill me? How could this situation potentially kill me? And I, I never I understand that's an anxiety disorder, but, you know, whatever. That's how I live my life. And that's disorder, how I move Disorder, superpower. <laughs> or just, you know, maybe I'm just being necessarily cautious. Yeah. It's all the eye of the beholder, really. But mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I do find these movies relatively scary because these are things, like I said, the drive-thru thing. I think about that every time I'm at a drive-thru. I'm like, what if something happened and we were pinned in? Like, what, what then? Like, mm-hmm. I bought a car that has a sunroof, and now I have an escape route. But, like, before that, I was like, uh, you know? So, <laughs> I, I do I do think these movies, I it, like, just the, the, the death scenarios are actually scary to me. Um, a lot of the drama and the rest of it, not so much. But the actual, actual deaths. I've never been in a tanning booth, and I certainly never will be now. <laughs> I have. Movie, I have been too. You, know? you yeah. have? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? I used to go at Miami. Rachel, I was a very different person in college. <laughs> oh, I went as a joke one time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've never been. Um, Me neither. I mean, for that's because I don't have an reasons. ounce of melanin <laughs> in my skin. It would just be like straight lobster city. Yeah, I have various reasons why I've never been, but one of them is definitely <laughs> this movie. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Larry, how scary is final decision so whereas the first two movies there are scenes that mess with me like obviously the plane one does like the bathroom scene in the first one even the kitchen scene there's a lot of stuff in the first one that mess with me and in the second one there are a couple too this one none of them resonate like i i i go lifting i used to lift a lot and like that gym thing is just like so outlandish like the tanning bed one as someone who did go tanning a bunch like it's also outlandish like 
the roller coaster one as someone who used to go to Cedar Point every single summer growing up, like it's it's just like none of them like hit. So like I really struggled to find it how scary and going back to kind of a theme we've all hit on throughout this entire review, when I don't give a shit about the characters and some of them I actually want to die, I'm not scared. I'm just waiting for the axe to fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. I mean, I am freaked out. I like I can't use a can opener without thinking like this is how I get tetanus. <laughs> but like, it's it's less scary when you don't care yeah. about the people involved. It, it helps. It helps yeah. because it's like yeah, I don't care if the guy who's shooting panty shots upskirt dies. Like no, I, I hear I, you. I don't. I hear you. Yeah, then it just be- yeah, it just becomes an action sequence yeah. at that point, which does still. I mean, I like I'm not backtracking it does still scare me because again i moved through the world right. and like everything <laughs> could kill me mm-hmm. but um but it does make it less impactful than the first two movies because i yeah. don't care yeah about yeah the people yeah i agree like i don't have an emotional experience when any of these people die like there's nobody i'm like no don't no come on please figure it out um but what i think i'm realizing as we're now three in um what i fear most in these movies is a sense of inevitability mm-hmm that it's something that I have nightmares about where I know something is coming and nobody will believe me or or like brushing it off or I'll see something in the distance in the sky and know that like death is coming. That is like a a core fear for me. And I think as like I, as I'm watching these and my anxiety is at a 10, um, I have time dilates and I feel like I have a lot of time to contemplate and self-reflect. And that was kind of my takeaway with this. I think the scenario of the roller coaster is really scary because I love them and I, it is a fear that I have at the same time, but that these movies, good, bad, indifferent, whatever, they are very, very, very good at tap dancing on my third rail of fear of inevitability, the inevitability of violence and death and gore more so than when it actually happens. When it actually happens, I'm like, whatever. (laughs) But that lead up to it is what really actually like just ratchets up my anxiety. And these movies, even the bad ones so far, are very, very good at their job. So I find them very, very scary. (laughs) I am a nervous wreck while I'm watching these. Like you can ask Randy, like I'm just like, okay, all right, he's about to get his head smashed. Oh, the whole time I'm watching them. So. Oh, wait till you get to five. Fuck! That, that one's that... not helpful. That one really does it for me. Yeah, that really? one actually really. If I have the scene that oh. I'm thinking about, I, it also does it for me too. Oh god! I think we might all be thinking of the same scene. Oh yep. god! <laughs> now I'm having anxiety. I'm like, actually, my armpits like broke out in a sweat when you got like pre anxiety. <laughs> yes, this is the these are the, the reason I've avoided these movies is because they're so good at at doing something like like tapping into something in me um and even though i'm always saying like i'm chasing the dragon and i want to be scared these are just so anxiety inducing that like it's uncomfortable but i'm also like i can't complain because i made mars watch a lot of shitty movies (laughs) i owe her this like my suffering is like i'm doing the penance you know what i mean like i'm self-flagellating you did you absolutely (laughs) earned this but i want to let you know that i am just like sweating when i'm watching (laughs) these movies so so for me very scary all right let's give it scores justin how scary uh two okay maybe even a one but oh I'll my be nice God. and give it a two. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Marzi. Seven. 
Okay, Laryl. One. All right, I'm gonna give it a nine. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm telling if you, you know what? The next one, we should do a group watch so that you can watch my face. And you can watch the just this, the flop sweat that is occurring oh, when I'm watching Oh, we should save that for these. the fifth one. Yeah, let's save that for the fifth So I have the okay. average, obviously, but I gave it a 29. Justin gave it a 33. Rachel gave it a 56. And Mars gave it a 46. I feel 56. That feels very correct for me. I gave it me. a 33. Mm-hmm. That's really high. <laughs> <laughs> but to review the specific scores for plot justin i gave it a three as did mars rachel gave it a four and a half for cinematography i gave it a five and a half justin gave it a five rachel gave it a six and mars gave it a three and a half for audio i gave it a two justin rachel gave it a three mars gave it a five and for how scary mars gave it a seven rachel gave it a nine uh justin gave it a two and i gave it a one uh that gives it a stream queens cross here's johnny final score will be 41 I need to revise the score. Can I revise no, it? No, it's done. I typed it in. No, but... Uh, oh What's up? What, what are you going to revise? I was going to... Okay, here's the thing. is Based on what you guys are saying, I need room to move. Oh, And I yes, think I pinned do. myself in with a nine, so I would like to change it to an eight. Welcome to the... you've given all of them the, nine so far. Johnny you've been problem. consistent. Yeah. <laughs> They're really scary to me. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, this is... If it were a spider movie for you or for me too but you know what i'm saying like it's just it is perfectly tuned to fuck with me you only gave hellraiser three hell on earth a three for how scary i don't think that movie's scary i think <sighs> it's cool you. you gave you gave og hellraiser or not <laughs> yeah all right she so said eight yeah yeah i'm gonna say eight i want to say eight because i need move because like you guys are <sighs> it doesn't adjust the average too much it's, it's a 40 yeah Right. This is a personal thing. I just don't want to, like, if there's something that's actually even more anxiety-inducing, I want to be able to, like, you know, oh, quantify that properly. So in the, in the movies that we have cross-reviewed, <laughs> uh, it falls between Jigsaw, which has a 45, okay. and Scream 3, which has a 23. It's okay. third from the It's the that third worst. Right. Uh, the only thing below Scream 3 is Hellraiser Revelations, which we added tonight. Oh god, <laughs> that's where it belongs at the bottom. Yeah, it's a special. <laughs> the barrel, uh, lift up the barrel underneath the barrel, dig a little bit, and you'll find. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> that was a special joint. God, that was bad. I remember that was like where you texted me. You're like, you better not watch this on. I did. There, there, there have been a couple of times I've said that to you, where yeah. it's like you're not allowed to do yeah. it for this one. Yeah, I mean, I try never to do it on a first watch, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's always funny when you're like, <clears throat> and I'm like, fuck, all right, goddamn. And I'm like, I would feel guilty doing it, so then I don't want to double speed, and then I'm like, damn it, he got me again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, cool. So, uh, um, Mars, you've seen this a couple times. Say it's a year or so down the road, and you're like, you know what I need? A little file on Destination 3. As you sit down in front of the screen, what beverage is joining you on this journey? Okay, so this is not very creative at all, but when I thought about, like, outstanding themes and visuals of this movie, this is what came into my mind. Uh, The root beer that you buy at the fair, and then you slip a little vodka in while you're hiding behind one of the tents. I realize a vodka root beer is not, like, a standard drink, but, like, that's what I think of, is, like, fair soda with the booze you smuggled in. Because they're all in high school, right? So they, like, something, something from their parents, and then they just... Drop probably like a shot's worth into a 40 ounce soda and think that's going to do something. But I would make it stronger. 
<laughs> awesome. All right, fellas, do you want to add on a suggested adults beverage? No, but we'll start with I, you. I, I wanted to share in like our here's Johnny rankings or everything we've ranked like throughout the oh. whole thing. Right above this movie yeah. is Lake Placid with a 41. <laughs> I wrote in on that episode. <laughs> and right below it is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 2022. Oh, my God. What a fucking... And the thing from another world from 1951. Yeah, okay. But no, I would drink a lighter fluid or maybe moonshine that has not been cut. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to just say get really high so you don't remember this. So you just kind of like go to sleep instead. Is that really your answer, Justin? No, it's, of course, uh, Van Gretzky <laughs> maple flavored whiskey. <laughs> I was like, no, you broke it. <laughs> Never. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. So, listener feedback. We don't have anything this week, but we always love to hear from you. You can always drop us a line at rachel at zombiegirls.com, or you can slide in to our DMs at ZG Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, or write us at the Facebook page. We also have one of those archaic things, and we do check it, so you could write us there. Actually, interesting story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told Larry this uh, a couple weeks ago, actually. And I guess, yeah, we haven't recorded uh, together. Did you know that my brother listens to this podcast? Oh, this podcast? Well, like ours too, but yeah. No shit. Hey, what's up, Justin's brother? Yeah. How are you? What does he think of me? <laughs> he doesn't agree with our Hellraiser opinions. Okay, that's what? fair. Um, that's fair. They're controversial. Does he agree with mine? Because I feel like I was the gentlest. Uh, I don't remember. Whatever. <laughs> that was a long time ago. That I'm gonna. I in about. my head canon, he does. He's like, um, man, what, uh, what did we talk? Yeah, about? He's the Woodmeister, uh, right? That's what his nickname is. No, yeah. he's Woody. So are you Buzz? He's right, Woodmeister. What are you Buzz? What? If he's Woody, <laughs> you have a kid. Sorry, of all people who should get it, it'd be you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all funny, right, funny man. See, I got one of these from Justin when we were in person, too. I, I asked a genuine question, and he made that noise at me. And it <laughs> did was I? What perfect. was it? I wanted to know about the name of butterflies, and you did that at me. And I was like, meh. I was the, being the serious. butterflies? What? Do you not remember this in the woods? <laughs> I do, but I'm trying to remember why I made that. Because I, I, I said, why are they called butterflies? It seems like they should actually. And I meant right. this. You see, you're already laughing. <laughs> Shut up. All right, moving on. I'm not going to go through this humiliation again. She brought it up and I thought she was making a joke. So I went, ha, I, was. Ha, ha. <laughs> I was like, wait, what, what, what do you think this should actually be called? Flutter buys. Oh. And then I went, yeah. I feel like this is an obvious thing. Why would you call them butterflies? That doesn't make any sense, but they do flutter. Bye. Because butterflies. I still don't. What? Is that a dad joke? I don't get it. I know. I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. It, doesn't it feel like really? Don't doesn't it make you feel good about yourself to laugh like that though? And um, it feels it mean. Feel mean. What? Yeah, it, it is a little. Be... <laughs> not, not... Make a note. All right, Woody, make a what do note, you make think? No editor in chief that I was not the mean one tonight. It was Justin. Yeah, you're right. I I'm yeah. I'm trying to think if you actually did anything mean tonight. I don't think I he do did not bring, think he brought up uh, the series that shall not be named. Yeah, he did do. You that. brought up vampires. Fucking. How am I not going to talk about Twilight? 
because um, you could not... there's like nine other things that are vampires fucking but how act if anything I... that is vampires not fucking <laughs> like that is vampires not fucking the series that's what the twilight's alternate title. how did you like that uh, TikTok the... i sent though brendan fraser's kids and how accurate was that shit no that was actually really good that was actually very good um and weirdly weirdly, weirdly accurate. accurate but like see there's that's vampires fucking interview with a vampire that's fucking vampires <laughs> all the time um the one with Suki stackhouse fucking vampires yep, is, they, there's a lot of sex in those books but that's what i'm saying like <laughs> there are other options we don't have to go straight to abstinence <laughs> um anyway. i just learned a okay. fun fact because i googled it justin i think this will be a particular interest to you also okay. maybe rachel oh, maybe all of us i don't know uh apparently they're called butterflies because when dutch scientists were first studying them uh-huh. their poop looks like butter Whoa. That's actually true. Okay. That's, that's, that's All right. That makes sense. True. All right. I'm into so, it. I accept it So that's now. why they're called they're called butterflies because their poo looks like butter. Okay. I thought it was like a mistake. <laughs> like they were actually called butter flutterbys and then like it somehow morphed into butterflies. Like so there was a mistranslation or yes, something. That's, along the way. That's like what kangaroo was, or whatever. Yes, yeah. Yes. I feel no, like No, it's because a... they poop butter. Huh. Wow. Don't eat it. Don't eat that butter. Not butter. Not butter. All right. It's actually really <laughs> gross. Okay. So uh, where were we? Oh, yeah. Um, if you enjoy the show, like Justin's brother, welcome. So glad you enjoy it. Your brother is mean to me, but it's okay. It's fine. It's okay. It's done. Oh, oh, you're telling my brother yep. that I'm mean to you. Okay. Yep. yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, um, you can get in touch with us all of those various ways. If you like the show, please do us a solid and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your pods. And if you want to support us, a couple of great ways to do that. You can, uh, like I said, review us or you can buy some of our cool merch at zombiegirls.com forward slash merch. Or you can join our Patreon. We get bonus episodes, extended episodes. Um, you can hang out on the Discord with everybody on the show is on the Discord. And occasionally we're in there chopping it up. So you should definitely, not occasionally, we're always in there chopping it up. So you should definitely join for that perk alone. All right. Larry and Justin, we plugged our stuff. It's your turn. Tell everybody why they need to be getting into Here's Johnny like right uh, now. We are wrapping up our religion season. We have a lot of, actually the, kind of the last you haven't done my episode. Well, I was going to say the last couple episodes are all um, forced entries from patrons. And so we, we start with the, especially when it comes to movies, we start with like the older movies and work our way to like the more modern stuff to kind of like identify tropes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, Rachel's mm-hmm. is coming up. Um, and hopefully it'll be as, as good as Tux because we actually really enjoyed Tux for a century. Well, Tux's yeah. pick was going to be my pick. She just beat me to it. Oh, you <laughs> I I guess so. I guess what so. What did Tuck pick? Um, frailty. frailty. Oh, yeah. So I picked. Oh, what what was apostle? it? I picked um, apostle. M- Marzi, did we do apostle together? I think we did. did. Do you think that's a good one for us to have them do for the religion one? I, it's I'm the one. It's it the one where like cousin Matthew goes to the island and there's like. Is that the one with Eddie Redmayne and the Friar Tuck haircut? No, that that's in the one? name of the rose. I've, I I've seen apostle, that one, so I, I know what we're getting. Do you think I should pick yes. a different one? Having seen it, you do. Okay. I wonder if you should do in the name of the rose. It has Christian Slater with the. Or no, that's not Eddie Redmayne. Okay, I'm blank. I'm thinking of the one with Ron Perlman. Whatever. Okay, I'll think some more about it and I'll get yeah, back cause... to you. I think it's a good movie, but I'm worried Justin's gonna be like this. Yeah, is boring. It, it for me it was fine until the third act. Oh, I like the third act. That's where I thought it could go good. 
Because that's when it gets really gruesome. That is where it gets gruesome, but it's also where it kind of lost the thread for me. Oh, I like the weird. I li- I, I actually thing now I think about it, I think I actually listened to you and Marge review it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I liked that. But no, way. yeah. Okay, I'm gonna we, think. We, of. This here's Johnny Podcast. We put out a podcast every single week. Um, we do video games and movies. But obviously, if you listen to this at this point, you probably have heard enough of me and Justin. Uh, you no. can find Justin uh, on Twitter at the Justin Wood. He is a games journalist. Uh, I literally, he's the only person I turn to when it comes to video game stuff. Oh, thank um, you. Yep. That's, hey, I do. T- I do tech now too. That's right. You did review the Logitech uh, for the Titanic submarine. No. God. Oh my God. Oh, oh. no. Uh, no, I reviewed. <laughs> What's wrong? We can Man, that's, we can make jokes. I, but see, but see, here's the thing: is I think that horribly dates this podcast. No, that'll never get is old for weird? me. I guarantee you, James I Cameron mean, writing a movie about it. No, they are. He is not. Netflix <laughs> definitely is. Hey, <laughs> that's right, Rachel. That's one of your employers now. I mean, they're not one of my employers, but I work with them a lot. <laughs> Well, hey, you'll have to tell us how. Yeah, that... are you going to be on the oh Titanic Two: Return to the Sea documentary, Rachel? <laughs> I've still not even seen Titanic. Like, we well, know. that I'm telling you right now, when we record next, that's your that's the forcing from you from me to you. No, and you can't watch it. Wow. Like I give you the hours. best stuff, Titanic and you troll is one of my me. Favorite it's so movies unfair, ever, and I cry every time I watch it. Uh, but you know, I don't like love. I just get on board I with Leo. We can watch, I'll watch it with you. No, I watched wrestling. Don't I earn any fucking? <laughs> <laughs> I give you the best stuff. I gave you the entire Mission Impossible series, and next I'm giving you an amazing other action series. I I I want to share things like that. I think you'll like. <laughs> I want you to experience you things wanna... that I like. You're giving me three hour love stories, dude. There's no way I'm going <laughs> to like that movie. <laughs> I love this. You and most people. I'm a weirdo. I just hate I don't love like, stories. I, I don't like that. That doesn't idea. surprise me, Justin. Yeah. Attaboy, Justin. We're back at friend. We're best friends again. <laughs> okay. You know yeah, that meme where it's like, like I'm, I'm sorry about earlier. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Let's never let's <laughs> never even talk about it again. Yeah. Okay. I agree. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So that's those plugs. Um, I guess that is it, except for we're going to talk about what we're going to be doing on the next episode. Typically, this would be a Mars pick, but because of scheduling stuff, summer is crazy. You're going to get back-to-back Final Destinations on purpose. <laughs> I'm not sure if they win or if we lose. I mean... I, oh, we all win. We all well, win. What's I the Rube Goldberg at the start of four? Okay, look, four... The race car. Oh, or the NASCAR. Okay, 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 okay. So it's another car accident? Yeah, this one's definitely, it's a NASCAR <laughs> chain of events. Okay. Murphy. It's definitely better than three. It it's is not as good as five, NASCAR. but. Yeah, I have a it feeling it's going to be like. Gentlemen, start your engines. Oh, yes, it is. Among other things, yes. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, everybody, strap on your favorite American flag strap gear. On. And uh, July, everybody. <laughs> I guarantee you there is an American flag strap on. I can Google it if you would like, but I think we all know the answer is yes. Hey, it's just a time for the sense. holiday. Sorry, Justin. 
I mean, Me we're all getting it. fucked by America all no, the time tomorrow, anyways. I actually noticed tomorrow <laughs> Canada Day, and everyone gets a free Tim Horton donut and coffee, and then the afternoon, everybody gets a platter of Canadian bacon. Mm, Canadian bacon. That's, that's actually <gasps> true, but We have got to get Canadian day. bacon on the pizza. Whenever <laughs> <laughs> I go to the store, I send Justin pictures of Canadian bacon. Justin, I, how do you feel about pineapple on a pizza? No. So I, Is your name I'm, Justin? Here's... I... <laughs> I used to be really against it. Oh, Justin, you're come evolving. on. On principle or on flavor? Now, I make sure it's, I buy, I go out and I buy cans of like uh, the like circle of uh, pineapple. And I put God damn you. All right. One of the pizzas we're going to get is definitely going to be pineapple and Canadian bacon. I see. Okay. So you know what I found out and uh, I found very interesting? You know, the only place that calls that what you guys have bacon is America. It is the well, only Canada. Yeah, you just call it bacon. Yeah. Why no, would you call it no. Canadian bacon yeah, in exactly. Canada? That doesn't we make call it Mexican no, taco no, here's the thing, in Mexico. It's just a taco. We, you call it we back don't bacon. call it bacon here. And no other country calls it bacon. You America is the only place that calls it <laughs> bacon. I think you've been inhaling those flames too much up there, Justin. No. I mean, listen, I started the fire. But I mean, there's like maple cured Canadian bacon. It's very Canadian. I just looked it up. It says that um, in America we call it Canadian bacon, but in Canada it's usually called back bacon. It's, no, not that... what Larry sends me. What Larry sends me is just straight oh. up. <laughs> well, we'll find out. I think one of the things we're going to have to do when we're all together is we're going to have to do the great Canadian bacon experiment. I'm hoping what for poutine that? round two, personally. Oh, we're definitely oh. going to do that, too. I'm big on Googling things right now. Ham comes from the back legs, specifically the thighs and rear end, while Canadian bacon comes from the back. Ah. So that's what makes it different than ham. So it's like, it is kind of the Canada of the pig, right? Because yes. we're, yeah. we're a little it's thicker. Yeah, it's the Canada here. of the pig. <laughs> no, because you're on top. Yeah. You're the, I, I, you're I, the, I am uh, very famously a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yes justin and i have talked about how like whenever we're trying to decide something it is the battle of the bottoms we're like no no after you no after you <laughs> surely you go first <laughs> awesome okay cool so that is it we're gonna be watching final destination four everybody do that um I guess that just that's it for us today. I'm having my brain is she's tired. <laughs> she is cooked. She my my eyelash glue has reactivated um, and is now sticking to different parts of my face. It's getting darker and bleaker over here. So let's wrap this up. Mars, unless people are sticking around for the extended episode, take us out. Thanks everybody for coming back and uh, sticking with us through the final destination sticking, franchise. Really sticking? That's the one that you went with <laughs> now in my time of pain and suffering. <laughs> Thanks for really tacking yourself oh, onto our series Jesus. here. Uh, next time, like Rachel said, we'll be doing Final Destination Four and continuing this franchise. But um, unless you're sticking around for the extended episode, that's all, folks. Bye, everybody. Say bye, guys. Oh, bye. <laughs> Goodbye. I was I was adding Willow to my <laughs> library cart. Sorry. Okay. You know what? That's fine. That's an acceptable answer. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And to Mars for always being willing to geek out about horror movies with me. Production on this episode was done by yours truly and edited by Ariel Messman-Rucker. And our theme song for this show is Die Historic by Three Chain Links.
Hello, everyone, and welcome to the extended episode where we're going to be talking about carnival food. Okay. Are you into it? Okay. Yeah? No? Maybe? Um, But first of all, I just want to congratulate you, Larry, on an excellent choice that you just made, which is to rent Willow. Yes. I cannot believe you've never seen it. Um, Actually, I didn't mention this. I think I mentioned it on the podcast with Justin yesterday, but I got the AFI's top 100 movies of all time. And I'm watching yeah. them in reverse order. Gotcha. To see, what, to see where gotcha, I gotcha. followed it. The first one is actually Yankee Doodle Dandy, which Oof. fits well yeah. for this weekend. But Yikes. like Unforgiven is like 97. So like I'm, there's going to be some gems in there that I actually know and like. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah. That is a good one. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. We're like heading into the holidays. Do you guys have any 4th of July plans? We're going to go visit Devin's mom and just have a cookout and just hang out with her. Nothing. Nothing big. I support any holiday that results in yes. food. So, like, I mean, that's the part of it I will be mostly yeah, I, celebrating. I find fireworks about... dumb, personally. I think it's just a waste of money. Mm-hmm. It's just asking to get yourself killed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if this movie taught us anything, <laughs> be careful around yeah. fireworks. It was well-timed. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah, really worked out. How about you, Marzi? Do you have any 4th of July plans? Uh, The, the lava got biggest grill i've ever seen in my life for his birthday this year oh, so uh he is no it's not it's still it's oh what are the black round ones i can't the only one i know is oh. i'm sorry <laughs> yeah it's like it's like your standard like but it's the biggest one i've ever seen in my life and it's got like different tiered levels and Whoa. stuff so he's been uh, and it's got like a smoker aspect Ooh. to it i don't really understand it at all but He's been really into it, so he wants oh, to do you, grill you every sm- chance he gets. Smoke, smoking a ham is like the best. Me Canadian bacon. Canadian bacon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he also wants to blow things up with fireworks, but I am really digging my heels in on that Good one. for you. I scared of fireworks. Yeah. I'm scared of fire, and everything makes me anxious. So we'll see. We'll see where that ends up, but that's about it. That's great. I think that sounds like a super, like, I mean, like I said, food, food for every holiday, please. Oh, yeah. Um, The first thing we met when we met our very first neighbor, the first, one of the first things they told us was like, this neighborhood is so quiet except for in July. We were like, great, (laughs) that's when we're moving there. But we are waiting till after the 4th of July, thankfully, because I just was like, I cannot take my cats to a new house and then also be like, the street is exploding. That's my first thought is I was like, you can't introduce no. cats to a new environment and no. also the everything. Especially not a house loud. in the middle of a cat, like a feral cat colony. Like they're going to be yeah. dealing with a lot. And I didn't want to also add fireworks into the mix. So yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Awesome. Well, we actually rent, uh, some of our friends rented a pool. So we're going to go swimming oh, and I think we'll probably barbecue. This is weird to me. Like, you are a scientist. <laughs> you know how chlorine works, correct? I do, but you'll never get – I just, I can't get my head around it. I don't like I, – I don't like pools. I don't I – find, I find them gross. I, I find them. hot tubs even worse. I think they're disgusting. Yeah, I hot tubs are more sus because they're smaller. Like, there's just, like, less volume mm-hmm. of water to spread it out. And they're just cooking everything. Yeah, it's yeah. like human but soup I, and I your dead skin cells and urine and shit particles and – I mean, there's also a filter like going yeah. on. There's a lot of things sure. going on. I I feel like the places where you can like go rent a hot tub for an hour, like that to me is just like guaranteed egg drop that? soup. But oh yeah, God, people are fucking weird, man. Pe- I mean, Matilda will go to really. Work. She, 
a hundred percent. Yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't. She pee. was like, I don't go to the one with the with the like rubber table, but I'll. She goes like to the water other parks, one. like water rides. You could never get me on that shit. It's just gross. Really, you wouldn't go on like a slide, no, like a no. water slide. Oh yeah, hell yeah. No, Devin. Water slides are I awesome. Also, buy a house, Devin wants. I also would not. Ever. I won't do it. Oh my god! I'll get I her a koi a pond. I live for a pool. You can't go in a koi pond now. That is well, filthy. No, you gotta go in. You gotta float. You gotta experience the buoyancy. It's so. Oh so you're God. you're really Larry. You're focusing on the proximity to water aspect yes. versus yes. the actual like. You're correct, but you'll go in a yeah, lake absolutely. that's literally full of that's dead what God things. Intended. God didn't intend me to hop in chlorine. God intended for me to go in a pool. Okay, like if we're gonna have if, like if we gotta deal with all the smiting and bullshit that God is, if you believe in God is doing. <laughs> Then I like to believe that he meant for me to be in a pool. Uh, or lake, she. Lake <laughs> she meant for me to be in a pool. Chlorine. She wouldn't like, like, like algae. He would not have invented well, made to like literally consume that salt stuff. Salt water pool. Salt water. You could pool. you That's... could you could get me closer to getting in a salt water pool.